It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. This episode of the Fallout feed is brought to you by Game Talk and viewers like you. Welcome to the 26th edition of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. It's the 8th episode of Season 3. We are the show who compares and contrasts Fallout experiences through a lively roundtable discussion by playing through the same quest with characters who've been randomly assigned and dramatically... <laughs> been randomly assigned dramatically different attributes. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> Thank you, Paul. Hey, yeah. this is Pat, your host for tonight. Uh Joined by uh, guest uh, guest play along participant Paul, thank you for jumping us off there. We also have Andrew in the room tonight. Andrew, how you doing? Hi, Pat. What's going on? Hey, Paul. How are you guys doing tonight? Doing great. It's just a lovely night. That's right. So here we are. We are uh, sort of toward the t- getting toward the tail end of June. Just summer, just officially turned summer, and we're going to be talking yeah. about three t- uh, quests from. The Tales of the Commonwealth mod that we're featuring in the roundtable this season. Uh, as Paul said, this is episode eight. Uh, boy, uh, it feels yeah. well, we, we have we have had a busy roundtable. Eight episodes, through, a lot yeah. of terrific listener feedback, play-along participants. So tonight we are going to talk about the house that Bruce built. We're going to talk about two-lane blacktop. And we're going to cover full exposure. Yes. These are our three quests here. Uh uh, a couple of them fairly short. One of them a little, little more to it. Uh, has to traipse it around the Commonwealth a little bit. Mm-hmm. So, um, but before we jump in, it's always good just to uh, uh, to, to check in with one another. Maybe uh, Paul. Um, but we, I think we always we always like to know when when people jump on. Uh, sort of, what's your Fallout experience? Are you a long timer? Is Fallout Four the first one you've done? What, what's your uh, What's been your Fallout experience? Um. This is the first Fallout game I've ever played. Um, got it back in December, just before Christmas, and uh, the place where I used to work uh, has shuts down between Christmas and uh, New Year's, so I played it very heavily for that week, and uh, played it through uh, until uh, March when the mods came out, and then uh, been playing with a lot of mods since then. Nice. So, uh, so you, it must be on one of the consoles, Xbox, I guess. Oh, uh, PC. PC, a PC. Okay, all right. Okay. When you said mods came out, I thought, I thought maybe you were talking about the uh, the release of mods for one of the consoles. Oh, it's yeah. When they officially came out in March, I didn't okay. I didn't load any of the until they officially came out. Nice. Nice. Well, good. That's uh, all. I mean, it's it's good yeah. to get anybody with any experience. I don't know. It feels a little a little little more cool to get somebody into the. Uh, in the game for the uh, for the first time, we got Michelle is hanging out in the chat as oh, well. Nice. So we're awesome. going to say hey, hi Michelle. to Michelle. Yeah, we um, 
Speaking of mods early on, you you said uh, the release of mods. I remember back before Pat and I were even on the Fallout feed, um, they had some, I think Ryan was his name, um, and Jack, and a couple of those guys who hosted the show way back in the day before Pat and I hopped on. I know Ryan was big into modding, and he, even before mods were like official and stuff, he was tearing the game apart. Like putting all sorts of crazy mods on, even before they were like anything was official or supported or anything, he was just going crazy with that stuff. I remember he built like an an institute bunker before I'd even been to the institute yet, so I didn't even. It was like a spoiler to me to see all these perfect golden or not golden, but like you know, really clean hallways and everything. It was, it was just it was it was pretty awesome. So, but yeah, now the official mods are. Speaking of mods, Paul. Um. Mm-hmm. You have inspired me. Uh, I, I, when I load up my roundtable character, I kind of try to put a cap on the mod so I, I'm not, you know, messing around a lot during the season because I don't want to break the character. Well, this character kind of got broken at, at one point, so I was just kind of like, well, fuck it, whatever. Uh, so I, you, you, and your feedback were talking about having, um, being inspired by me with uh, liking lots of followers, but you found mods that would add lots of tons of followers. So I, in turn, took your inspiration and uh, flipped it back around. And now I have the mod you were talking about. Now I have all of the normal 13 in-game followers following me. And the uh, you know the, the guy from Far Harbor, got uh, old Longfellow from Far Harbor. I've got Ada from Automatron. Uh, we've got... Um, Oh, and I killed the guy. I killed Gage from... Oh. Uh, yeah, so I can't have him, but I, I did build a couple of extra robots just for uh, for safekeeping uh, so I can have a Mr. Wigglesworth with me at all times because Susan, you know, my character has to have a Mr. Wiggle, Wigglesworth. Oh, and I don't know if I mentioned it before, guys, um, but um, Laura pointed out that in order to be a, a right proper British lass that Susan would not need a baseball bat but a cricket bat in order to... Uh, whack things around the commonwealth with so i loaded up a a mod and uh finally it took forever it took i don't know a a good few weeks before the first one even popped up randomly but i i found one and then today a few weeks later i found my first one that was a legendary drop that had legendary effects on it so i'm like wow that's cool the even the mod like added it in so that it could have all the legendary effects and everything too So, So, so what 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 legendary effect was it uh, it's not it's not an exciting one. It's the one that gives you um like fifty percent more damage against Meyer Lurks and Bugs, I think. Is that Exterminator. Exterminator, yeah. Yeah. So it's not that's, the most exciting yeah. effect, but yeah. uh, it's it's decent, you know. That's that's definitely worthwhile. And, yeah, and then I well, uh, those things are uh, tough. Uh, can be tough with with melee because their armor is so good. Uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I I always wondered how so. that worked, Pat. Can you explain that to me? How uh, Meyer Lurk. Um, melee works because with the gun you can aim at its face, you can aim at its yeah. legs and claws, but you can avoid its shell. But with melee or unarmed, it's just you have ninety five percent like right up in. The, so are you hitting like yeah, you, its you, shell? You're, you're going to hit it, but you can't control what body part you hit. So can it randomly hit its face and do more damage, or like how does yeah, how is the game computing? I, 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 I have never sort of scientifically experimented, but I'm, I'm pretty sure that's how it works when you're doing melee. Is that you just hit you you you. I mean, you have a very high chance to hit, right? You have 95%, but you might get, with a Mirelurk, you might get shell, you might get leg, you might get face. Interesting. 
So, so, you know, with, a, with that, you know, them, of course, and if you hit their shell, you get nothing. So that, yeah. that, uh, or, you know, yeah, not ba- literally, basically you get nothing, very little, yeah, very unless little, you've got yeah. like a, you know, penetrator perk yeah. or something, which, uh, you said which penetrate. is another nice way to deal with it. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, thank you, Paul, for inspiring me to, uh, just, just go crazy with followers. My Xbox does not. Thank you though. It, yeah, my, yeah, what's my, your frame rate? Is it like measured in, the, uh, in decimal the points? The frame rate point? is actually not that bad. And the avoiding them to get through doors and hallways has been surprisingly great so far. <laughs> I don't know why. It's like if I am, if I'm in third person, it's not as easy. But if I switch to first person, I can just kind of like move around people and get to doors whenever stuff I need to. Like you think they'd be in the way all good, the time. Good on you for uh, for figuring yeah, that out. But, I, I, yeah. I, you know, I I can I I, I found that if I've got one follower, they get in my way all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that unlimited companion framework has an option where you can tell your followers to stay back. Yeah, yeah. And that, that that's helps. always nice. There's. I also saw a mod where it lets you push your followers too, and I was like, ooh, <laughs> I need to get that one because you can just like evidently it gives you a command where you can just push them out of the way. Yeah, like, yeah. I saw I I saw a Twitch streamer playing around with that mod one nice. time. It was pretty funny. It's like although it's not very cordial, it's pretty useful. There you go. Out of the way, dog meat. Get out of the way. God, I hope you don't kick him. So I don't know. I, I, I think it's just. I think it's just kind of a literal, like you know, two-handed shove. I, I don't remember. It's guys. It is great having all of these followers because every time you do anything, it's like Kate liked that. Dance hated that. <laughs> like <laughs> Preston loved that. It's like all. And then whenever you pick anything up, they all have their line that says like. Are you really going to haul that around? That's just worthless junk. What a blah, 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 blah. You know, and then like. Ada will say, yes, we should pick up everything as much as possible. And Carrie's like, will it provide any scientific research? And then you just like, and then uh, everyone, it's hard to hear because they all speak at once. But but then, but then inevitably, because he speaks so slowly. You always hear strong like tail off at the end, like bra 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 bra. So it's, it's all like a whole. I have to load this mod sometime just just because just, I can. Oh, it's so it's just really funny. Anytime you do anything, you pick a lock. It's like you get about half of them that like it, about half of them that don't like it. You pick, you know, it's really fun. funny. Now, Andrew, so have you ever had the trouble on the Xbox where your notification area goes silent? You don't get those little pop ups. Have you ever had that? Um, not that I know of. On the I, I, I get that so. periodically, and maybe and again, maybe it was, we've talked about it before. Maybe it's because I leave my Xbox on and I'll I'll like leave it on for weeks at a time. But but I will get it. Uh, it modded, unmodded doesn't matter. Early game, late game, mid game doesn't matter. Uh, I will go through phases where my my pop up, upper left hand pop up. Will 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 not show anything, so it won't show. You know, you're you're now parched, or you know, you're 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 better, but you're 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 still parched, or you're still tired, or whatever, um, or or the like this like so. And, and when I restart, it comes back. Yeah. But I'll but yeah. I'll, I'll, you know, I'll play for a couple hours, and all of a sudden, I notice, yep, my pop up, my uh, notification corner so is weird. not working. That's weird. I that's been one of my main complaints with uh, these Bethesda games, Pat. Um, is that you cannot scroll back through all of that oh, information. Yeah. There in every game like that the I mean I've never played games quite like Skyrim and Fallout, but in any sort of large scale game that I've played in the past, you could always go back into the menu and find like a journal or something. Especially yeah, in like yeah. Red Dead Redemption, you could always go back and find your journal that was just a list of all the commands that you yeah, had been given yeah. in, in in reverse order so you could scroll back through and find oh that's what I missed. Oh, I can even do that. 
that has always been one of my main complaints that that does not exist in Skyrim and Fallout, like a journal section of yeah. your Pip Boy or yeah. a scroll that you can well, pop out. Yeah, there, I mean, so. I guess the closest thing you have is you have two things. You have the, the little data section that shows, like, you know, your number of kills and pickpockets and yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And then you've got your quest log, although your quest log, you lose your miscellaneous quests. So, like, you, you, like, I, I, I like you're talking about followers. So, I, I don't always travel with a follower, but what I always do in every game, I collect the followers. And then if I don't yeah. want to deal with them, I'll send them home. But that yeah. that way, I know where they are, and I've got them. I've got them you know, at my beck and call if I want them. So like today, and I'm, I've got a normal survival game going just for fun, and I I, I collected McCready and, and got Curie. Um, I'm actually running around with Curie because she's she's now she's now her synth body, which is always fun. I just did that uh, the other day. That's really neat. I always yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that's a yeah. First time I did that was 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 a lot of fun. You know, get, getting her to, to transition the synth body, and all of a sudden, wait a minute, you've got you've got Curian in in human yeah. form. So uh, so yeah, yeah. that's that. I uh, so I've got I think McCready's hanging around in Hangman's Alley and Piper's at mm-hmm. Starlight Drive-In, and you know, so I, sending people off to random places. Uh, that's yeah, a, yeah, that's another yeah. thing. I've got the weird bug uh, where you know my settlements are totally bugged, so I can't oh, do the yeah. thing where. If, if I say uh, send McCready to Red Rocket, it'll say McCready is going to Red Rocket in my in my little that little area you were just talking about the left hand corner the little the you know journal area, um, but then he won't show up at Red Rocket. He'll go back to his origin point. Oh. I've I've tested that out with different followers, and they keep going back to their origin points, not the place oh, where they're telling sucks. them to go. So I, that's another reason why I'm keeping them all with me. Yeah. It's annoying, yeah, I've, it's annoying uh, I've, to gather them. I've had um, in two different games. I've had sanctuary water bug out. Not not every water, just sanctuary water. Um, the same thing you were having in your game, and 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 it's inconsistent. Like it'll I, I, the the one trick that that seems to work temporarily is you know say I say I've got say twenty water in my workbench, and I just leave it in the workbench. And I come back a week later, I've still only got 20 water, even though I should have like you know, 300 water yeah, based yeah. on the number of pumps I have. Uh, but then what I'll do is I'll, if I empty that 20 out, so there's no water in the workbench, sometimes that'll kind of kickstart it and I'll come back and I'll have a bunch of water like I'm supposed to. So that, hmm. that, that works for me. It's not consistent. It doesn't like yeah. stay work, you know, but it, but it will sometimes like in general. And what I do, you know, when I, when I have in that, in that situation, I've got a, I've got a, four water purifiers. So I've got, you know, water of like 50 a day or 40 a day or whatever. Yeah. So if, if, if it's bug like that, I just use one, I, that, that particular game, I've got a cheat mod enabled, uh, for, uh, uh, for uh, survival fast travel. And I just, you know, I just add 50 water to my inventory or something just cause I'm like, screw it. I, I, I'm just going to use the cheat mod to correct <laughs> this error. And that's close enough. Yeah. Yeah. Or, Sometimes or, or if I, if I want to do it in, in, in game, I just run to, the bean brewery you know pick up about 75 or 80 bottles and you know, fill those up yeah you like to go to that brewery yeah uh, I, lo- I love i love i love i love that i love farming those, things you can, do you those, can farm um, the aluminum in the one uh canning factory you can farm uh bottles at that factory um you know, there, you know there's different places you can farm so i just find that kind of fun just, those bottles won't respawn though will they oh yeah totally yeah what but yeah bean brewery fa- bottles respawn yeah absolutely. is the factory in operation no, it's just a, it's just a respawning. Why, why, why I, I, do the bottles you know, I guess, respawn I mean, if the factory's not operating? Right. So I think I think the implication is that raiders, raiders are drinking beer in, and they start drinking the beer and leaving the bottles around. Right. Oh, mean, there's it's, just it's, a... it's, it's raiders and bottles respawn. Yeah, there's an infinite amount so, of beer there. So you've you've cleared that place entirely. 
Uh, down, no, uh, well, you mean the bottles? No, I just go in and grab like you know the first eighty bottles. No, I mean, have you you killed all the raiders? That oh were yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah. What happens if you kill everyone before you start the Travis quest? Uh, the Deem is there, and the there's some na- unnamed raiders, but I don't think Tower Tom. I don't. I don't think Tower Tom or the two um, that you have the brawl with. I don't think they respawn as named raiders. So I think Vadim is in there with unnamed raiders, and he's there t- as a hostage. But you don't get like the Tower Tom dialogue and stuff. What, and have you stopped by on your way to Diamond City before kicking any of it off? You mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Tower Tom is in there, but, but yeah. Vadim is not there yet. Oh, you, you have to go kick there. that off in Diamond City. That's right. right. Yeah. Okay. So if you go, like, if you make a beeline for Beantown Brewery, you'll find Tower Tom. I forget whether you find the two idiots that you fight. I don't think you find them. I think you just find Tower Tom. Okay. Because your Tower Tom, there's that whole there's that whole network of raiders with like the interconnected uh, terminal messages, and they've got feud. There's and and some of them are friends with each other. Some of them are feuding with each other, and they complain about their drug deals and stuff. So, you know, Tower Tom is part yeah. of that. Like you know, red in the in the uh, uh, the the food pack, the uh, ration facility, all that stuff. Who's who's gonna start the Fallout Terminal podcast? Like the the Elder Scroll, the, yeah. Sky, the Skyrim. Books I don't know. It's not podcast. quite the same. Oh, come on, it's exactly the same. Well, you can, you can do it. You could you could you could, you could, you could oh, or it could be way. like. Well, actually, here here's what I was thinking: is uh, I was thinking somebody <laughs> somebody needs to do a let's play of the Grognak the Barbarian uh, text adventure game that you find in. Oh God, that's in, a great in, in idea, Doctor Mari's place. That's amazing idea. I, I support you wholeheartedly. Go ahead, feel free, have fun. No, 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 no. Won't be, won't be, won't be I because I, <laughs> I, 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 I uh, haven't played one of those games since Zork. Or no, wait, uh, Zork. No, Zork wasn't the last one I played. I, anyway, back in the day, all the, the old Infocom games. I played my. Uh, I, I didn't play much. I watched my brother play. The Bard's Tale. You ever heard of the Bard's Tale? It was an Apple. We played it on Apple IIe. I'm not sure if it was a cross-platformer or not but that was always a fun little text adventure base game you know very minimal graphics and stuff i love that sort of stuff good good memories um so i guess we have some quests to get through uh why don't paul why don't you just give us a brief reminder um about your usual play style versus uh what your character is now i understand uh that you did you use a fudge muppet role or something did the diplomat yeah. you use the diplomat build right it's a slightly modified diplomat i i uh moved two points off of the luck onto the strength so i could do armor but uh it's basically the fudge method yeah great and um how how is that different than you would normally play with if your first character you said that you played for a couple of weeks there straight after Christmas. What are you naturally drawn to? And have you played, I know this was your first fallout game, but had you, had you played Skyrim before? Had, are you a role playing game guy? What, what are no. you, what are you drawn to? Well, before that I was usually just playing civilization and maybe XCOM. Those are the two big games. Uh, <laughs> before fallout. Civilization. I'm. I've never played it on computer, but I do have the tabletop board game 
of Civilization. It's it's incredible. I don't know if you've ever played that, but uh, it, it's also very fun. Yeah, I played that way back in the day with the little chits and everything. Yeah, you've got to collect the grain and the salt and trade the <laughs> the different commodities and defend yeah, your territories yeah. and conquer and divide. Yeah. And but Paul, were you playing what Civ five or six or four? What what version? Uh, uh, four and five, basically. Four, yeah, because yeah, six is the current one, right? Is that right? Yeah, I haven't purchased that one yet. Yeah, yeah. I Civilization left me far behind. It, it just got too complicated for me. I, I played. Um, I played Civ Rev on the 360, and then I played what whatever. I think it may have been two. What whatever version of Civ came out around the same time as Alpha Centauri. I played Alpha Centauri and the associated version of Civilization, and then they started getting too complicated for me. I couldn't keep up. <laughs> That's great. I, my games have to be simple. I'm a very simple gamer. I, I just can't handle over excess complexity. Oh, yeah, and, you, and you, I thought Civilization games were long until I started to have a Fallout game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, yeah, there is that. Yeah, that's I, that's actually why I like Civ Rev. And Andrew, if you 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 might, you, I mean, Civ Rev is, would be cheap as shit. You're, you know, uh, or maybe maybe even games with gold or something. You you might like if you Civ Rev is really simple. I oh, was it on consoles as well. It's on console. Yeah, it's on. Yeah, it's on 360. Yeah. Uh, presume it'd be backwards compatible. Uh, nice. I'm pretty sure it is. Yeah. Yeah, but anyway, yeah, you might uh, you might enjoy it. I bet it's probably pretty cheap because it's it's been out for years and yeah, years. I have a crap. I have a couple of crappy old laptops, but nothing I really trust gaming on. Um, but I my podcasting station and my actual desktop computer is is a Mac, and I was looking on Amazon the other day and actually found old Mac versions of Fallout One and Two, and I was like, oh shit, I should get some old. But then I, you know, I don't know what system that I, I might not be able to run them i have to check and make sure that they're compatible on my system and all that yeah well they would be they, they would be incompatible just because they're too old yeah. not because your system's not powerful enough probably uh, not that it's not powerful enough i was gonna say that it's too new yeah 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 although there's a i don't know they, they may run okay because I, I think depending on you know some of those games i mean is it like literally a physical original copy yeah or i believe a, so yeah oh, okay I was well then it may not run but you know a lot of the like you know good old games and some of those uh uh, online stores will they'll you know they'll update them so they'll run on modern hardware yeah, even if they, even just if look the, for that, even if the yeah. code hasn't otherwise been changed. Yeah, I should just look into that maybe. Cool, great. Um, so I guess we can just get into our quest for this evening. Um, Let's do it, Paul. You sent in an email that I was just uh, remarking at how great and detailed uh, you have screenshots, you have diagrams, you have uh, directions. Well, I just didn't here, want to forget it. Back and forth. <laughs> It was amazing. I was like, holy crap, this guy has his shit together. I need to get my notes and I just hand the show over to this guy because his, his notes are way better than mine. Uh, but I just loved all the screenshots you took and everything in the email. Uh, had You know, you had your own notes written out. You had the notes of everyone that you picked up. You had like screenshots of maps and you had everything here and there. It's it very nice. So uh, you're obviously well versed in the house that Bruce built. Again, uh, you can help. We, you can start us off down this uh, this quest here. And what we want to do is sort of compare and contrast again uh, through our character roles uh, how we went about solving the problems throughout the house that Bruce built. So, uh, Paul, would you like to describe to us a little bit about your adventure through the house that Bruce built? Okay. Well, I uh, grabbed the quest from the website, and it said go to. Uh 
go down to uh, Easy City Downs, which I hadn't been there, so I had to go walk over to it. Yeah, and uh, it's on the west side, I think. Yeah, side closest to the prep school. And uh, you know what, Paul? It is just kind of over the bridge from this great little place on the other side of the sound. (laughs) This wonderful little town. (laughs) I haven't been there yet. I I hear it's nice though. Uh, (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, Visit NordhagenBeach dot org, everyone. Okay, and. uh, Went in the door, and uh, the first person to talk to was Penn, and he said something about, you'll need a head to play, and I go, <laughs> I need a head. A head, what? <laughs> yeah, so uh, so uh, I went and explored the bowling alley a little bit, and it looked uh, very familiar. If you've been to yeah. the General Atomic Galleria, you'll recognize the bowling alley I was, quite a I, bit. I was going to ask... Um, that bowling alley is the bowling alley there, and the door is just blocked off, and they they he just took that bowling alley from the the galleria and put it in. You, do you understand what I'm asking? Like, yeah, he probably reused the assets from the uh, General Atomic Galleria and mm-hmm. just uh, but that made door some small change edits to it. Was the bowling alley yeah. there before Pat? Do you remember? I don't think so. There, it, the sign and everything—it was just—it was probably just an no, abandoned no, no. building. Well, the before. exterior sign may have been, but it was—I'm okay. pretty sure it was. You couldn't go in. An ineffective door. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, yeah, cool. Boarded right. over or whatever. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Penn, the leader, is asking for <laughs> saying you need yeah, a head. He, yeah. he was, yeah, he said something about uh, he's come up with a new new version of bowling, and you need to use a head as, instead of a ball. And he got the idea when he took the head off of uh, a raider and rolled it down and, and struck. Uh, I can't quite remember <laughs> what he struck, but he struck some pins with the head and said, this is a great idea and we'll, think, we'll do, should do this. I think the, uh, the, the raider's buddies were running away and I think he used the head to knock them down as they were running yeah. away like, a, like an old, yeah, that's like, right. <laughs> like a Three Stooges sketch or something. Yeah. And uh, and there was a couple of other people there. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, someone was selling see. drugs. What was that? Uh, yeah, there's a drug deal. And there was a guy wearing the best. The best oh uh, yeah, they had the the mascot the best head. Ha- yeah, the best hat in the base game. The the mascot head. I kept trying to interact okay. with that guy to get it off of his damn head. I couldn't do. It. Is there? A, is, can you I can get pick, it? I, I pickpocket. That that's. I'm 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 starting to enjoy using pickpocket with my. Character. Oh, because you can pick. I didn't even try to pickpocket. I was just trying to talk I, I, to I, him I, and I, stuff. I have four dots of pickpocket, so I can. Oh, I can take, I can take nice. uh, even equip stuff with ninety percent effectiveness. So I, I as soon as I saw that fucker had the mascot head, it was I had it was it was in my inventory. <laughs> that's. <laughs> Amazing! An armored mascot head is going to be well. It's only like five, or it's not. It's not really well no. armored, but it's still. It's so cool. Yeah, but you, you got to put on the uh, ballistic weave on that ship, maybe. Um, no. Strike is the name of the drug dealer. So if yeah, you, and Teddy is the mascot Teddy. head. And yeah, yeah, there's another woman there called Washout. Washout. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I don't remember if I saw Washout. I remember the other two: the drug dealer and the mascot head guy. Yeah. yeah. You wander up to her, and she's kind of uh, ditzy. She's uh, doesn't quite all there. <laughs> she just sort of points you to everybody else, basically. 
and uh, basically, uh, Pin gives you the quest, and you're off uh, off to go near Bunker Hill, which is uh, where the quest marker shows up for uh, where Bruce is supposed to be. Bruce is supposed to have a, the biggest head because he's been uh, he's been uh, taking a lot of buff out, and uh, apparently, it swells its head and shrinks his testicles. So. Uh, <laughs> So he wants that big head, and um, the and if you look in the pit boy, and I bring put you out near Bunker Hill. So I uh, started walking off and going over there. Um, on the way, I crashed into, I ran into uh, a Power Man, which is across the street from uh, the diner near, not too far away from Country Crossing. Mm-hmm. There was a guy in a power power armor suit talking to a couple of kids and he goes by the name of power man and kids were yeah kids were really enjoying him just a little thing he'll show up later if you he'll show up later if in it's another one of the tales yeah i was gonna say that must be a tales guy that i haven't run into yet yeah it's he has meets an unfortunate end oh no run across him again and uh, and then in the diner, there's uh, somebody called Sanctuary Joe. And if you've uh, recruited, if you've, you've become a Minuteman general, you can recruit Sanctuary Joe to go back to Sanctuary. He he just loves the idea of Sanctuary. But unfortunately, since I <laughs> haven't uh, talked to President Garvey after I uh, killed the uh, Deathclaw, uh, he didn't want to talk to me and he didn't want to go back to Sanctuary. Oh. So that was kind of unfortunate. So I went over to uh, the drug den by Bunker Hill and slept there during the night after I killed a few raiders there. Are you are you a um, survival mode guy? No, I was. Uh, oh, you said you I'm played on, very hard. I'm on very hard. That's right. Yeah. I've, I've heard you say that before. Yeah. I just, I just wanted to walk around. <laughs> I had uh, to have all my gang to keep going. And, <laughs> It's a big army. It's a big responsibility when you have that many people. Yeah, well, there. there's there's only six of us. If you only six, that would drive most people insane. I'm so glad to hear someone else say only six. That's amazing. <laughs> well, well, you've gone and took it to the illogical <laughs> conclusion. I think. Oh my goodness. So, uh, so after selling off my uh, excess junk and equipment that I didn't want, uh, went down towards the bad FTL. Uh, Bureau of Alcohol, Drugs, Tobacco, Farms, and Lasers. Lasers. <laughs> which is not too far from Bunker Hill. And uh, about uh, half a block up from the bad FTL is an apartment building that's been added. And that's where the weightlifters and supposedly Bruce was going to be at. Yeah. And so you go in there and look around and you find, uh, I found two dead men and a dead woman and it said something about their heads being being struck repeatedly in the head so you those heads were not going to be usable <laughs> too mushy or something yeah a little <laughs> a little it's not going to be suitable bowling no, ball no no not at all so we had to i had to search around and see if i can make uh lemon out of this make lemonade out of this lemon yeah and i found a note under the blast radius game next to the tv 
and it describes uh, uh, an encounter that the the three weightlifters had had with uh, a group of raiders who were fascinated by baseball in, in a nearby uh, ballpark, ball field. It's a sandlot field, basically. And it said uh, it was north, and uh, they had uh, gotten a little dust up. And apparently the baseball gang did not like uh, didn't like didn't like the way they uh, described uh, bowling as the nation's pastime. <laughs> they were highly so, offended. So they apparently came back and uh, beat their heads in a little bit. <laughs> bash bash. So I went to, uh, got out of there, went back out of the apartment, went over towards the ball field, and of course uh, had to get tangled up with the Raiders on the outside of the bed. TFL, yeah, because they uh, they got drawn over. They did. I was just too close to them, and they decided yeah. to start shooting at us. But uh, when you have uh, five guns, uh, you can win any pretty much any fight. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Who are who are your five again? I got uh, two of the uh, two of the tails. Um, oh, Audrey. You had Audrey, Audrey and, and uh, Bertie. Bertie is Bertie, uh, yeah. president of the United States. Wow. And uh, and then I got uh, uh, pipe. Uh, no, um, Kate mm, and nice. uh, Gage. Very nice. And, and the dog, of course. That's great. I, and then uh, yeah, I'm liking when I have my uh, followers. Sometimes they actually have conversations with with each other, which I thought was really cool. That the they actually thought to do that in the game. Usually, when you just leave someone and pick someone else up they have like sort of a, yeah. a, a an exchange or something but i have everyone with me so every once in a while they'll just turn to each other and sort of have like a small not not conversation but just say a line and a line back to each other they have a small exchange or something it's really it's really hey, fun. Uh, d- different completely different uh, uh, uh unrelated thing but something cool that i that i notice in, in my uh sanctuary uh, I in this particular playthrough, I, I I haven't I haven't given Mama Murphy the drugs, so she's uh, she's not dead. She's usually dead in my games, but she's not dead. Uh, and and I I give it I put her I Poor I decided mom. this time I wasn't going to torture her. I so I actually made her a really nice little cozy corner in uh, in in the uh, my sanctuary house. No, no, my, the one across the street from my house. So the one where the work bitch is. And I made her like a little nice corner. I gave her a table and a lamp and. Uh, and I gave her uh, an Audubon in front of her in front of her chair, uh, you know, she, so she could put her feet up on. Well, she doesn't put her feet up on it, but all the companion characters and sometimes like June Long, they go over and they like sit on the Audubon and face her like they're talking to her. I mean, there's no actual dialogue, but they'll just like sit there like they're having a conversation with Mama Murphy. Wow. It, it actually looks really natural. It's like it, it, it's you know, I guess it's specifically something they said if if the player. If there's an ottoman or something in front of Mona Murphy, yeah. they'll go talk to her. And I thought, I thought that was really neat. That's fun. Yeah, yeah I enjoy watching the you other, know, like Nick has talked to her. Nick talks to her a lot. The uh, Ball Tech guy, uh, Ball Tech guy talks to her. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. Nice. You need to get that sanctuary guy, the, the sanctuary Steve or whatever. Oh, oh yeah. Paul's yeah, just yeah, talking yeah, about Sanctuary Joe. Sanctuary Joe. Yeah. yeah, that guy. Hey, uh, Dennis just hopped on the show. Hey, uh, Dennis, how are you doing this evening, sir? I'm doing well. How are you guys doing? 
Wonderful. Thank you. We're discussing okay. some uh, tales from the uh, Commonwealth Quest tonight, Denny. So uh, just feel free to hop in uh, any part of the conversation whenever you want to. Welcome to the show. Glad you could join us, Denny. Awesome. Good to be here. Nice. Um, so where were we, Paul? Uh, we were. Uh, we just got drawn we into just, another uh, firefight with the the the, the right. raiders uh, across was, the street. I made it to the uh, Sandlot baseball field, and uh, there was um, some uh, bases set out in a rough diamond. And on one of the bases, there was a note that said, uh, "You should go to uh, the house south of the library, marked with the signs of the Boston's one true religion." Which was, of course, baseball. <laughs> of course. And of course. Uh, your pit boy will have a marker for it if you can't find it any mm. other way. And uh, go over to the uh, just south of the library, and there's indeed outside of the building is a baseball sign. I don't know if that's in the base game or not. I don't remember, but uh, there is a multi-story building there and it does have baseball signs of various kinds on the outside of the building mm-hmm. so you can so you can go inside and uh talk to the gang and let's see they had various baseball names uh yeah they did bench i think bench coach was the uh head of the gang mm-hmm. and then there was a uh, catcher fast pitch fast pitch fanny <laughs> fast pitch fanny. and then uh yeah, and some uh, rare, various other. I think the others were labeled with various. Uh, there, there's like pinch hitter and yeah, like like outfielder, yeah. infielder that were running around. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I and loved if you go all the, the way to the top. I loved all the things that they were <laughs> saying to each other, like, or you would just walk up to someone and they would like have their you know little recorded dialogue, but. I loved all that their their sort of misunderstood baseball isms that they kept saying back and forth to each other. It's like, uh, gosh, I don't and know, if I'm, you and if you go in the building and make it make your way up the stairs, there's a I think it's three stories or maybe four. At the very top, there's a uh, person in a cage, and he's uh, calls himself Bruce, mm-hmm. and he's asked to be let out. And as long as you don't let them out, everybody seems to be in very happy, let you wander around everywhere. Uh-huh. But of course, I had to let them out. Of course. So, so as many as soon as I uh, opened the door, all hell broke loose, and I had to kill the gang members. Uh, so my gang took on their gang and uh, pretty much uh, took care of them. I managed to keep Bruce alive. Which is a first, probably. What? Uh, how? What sort of attack method are you using? Do you are you a pistols guy? Are you a, a uh, yeah a the uh, the um, fudge muppet build says you're supposed to be using pistols, mm-hmm. so that's what I've been using Use for myself. Stuff. Everybody else has got whatever they pick up. Yeah, I love it when they pick stuff up. I hate it when they pick up stupid stuff. Um, but I love it when they actually pick up very useful things. One time I had Travis with me and he picked up the gamma gun um, and he's just using it, uh, blasting, you know, uh, feral ghouls. And that does zero damage to feral ghouls, you know, because they have absolutely 100% radiation resistance. So he's just blam, 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 blam. I'm like, dude, please pick up something else. What are you doing? You've got four other guns in your inventory. Come on. 
Yeah, I, uh, after we were talking about Travis what, two or three weeks ago, whatever, I, uh, I, I uh, took him as a, as a fake follower for, for a couple of quests. Atta boy. I gave him the Le Fusile Terrible, ah, uh, nice. and he was he, he was he was wrecking with that thing because I, I I had I had gun nut four, so I, I completely tricked it out and, and put it on auto, and he he was wrecking with it. How, the problem how you, is you can't give him better armor, so he goes down too easy. I was gonna say, how did you give it to him? Pickpocket. You reverse pickpocket it into yeah, his reverse pickpocket. Nice. Yeah, that that's the sure way to do it. I mean, you he will sometimes if you drop it in front of him. Sometimes, yeah, but that that is very very uncertain. So and, I, I with a good that again, I got ninety percent pickpocket. Uh, maybe no, I think it's eighty three. Anyway, yeah. I have a very high reverse pickpocket chance with this character because I've got the pickpocket four. So uh, I didn't have any trouble nice. getting it, giving it to him. I know I mentioned it a few episodes ago, but uh, he a couple weeks ago he just randomly hopped into one of my power armors that I have sitting around the place. So he he just hopped in. He hasn't gotten out yet, so that's great. I love that he's running around in power armor. I have all that's of my cool. followers. I have all of my followers in power armor and funny hats. Most of them in like <laughs> pa- pack helmets. I've got McCready in the elephant helmet. God, it's so terrifying. Power armor elephant helmet. Oh man, it's a that's a great. That's combo. one of those great. That's one of those great Bethesda things where you actually have to have like four, uh, four deep in a perk to actually give somebody a, a useful weapon who is an absolutely useless follower. It's like, you know, <laughs> let, let me uh, work on getting a special skill so I can try and make you better, which I should just be able to be like, hey, Travis, want a good gun? Want a gun? Yeah, sounds great. Let's do it. <laughs> no, they can't make it that easy. Of course not. Hey, uh, before Michelle, Michelle's going to bed, but he, uh, well, uh, well, over in the chat, he was, uh, he was calling me out for, for being nice to an NPC. He said, it's not like me. <laughs> so I, I, I told him it's, you know, that's what the round table's for. It's there to make a stretch. So uh, yeah, do, do things out of your comfort zone. Like be nice, be nice. Yeah. Yeah. I actually, I actually kept a companion for like three or four quests in a row in this game. It was, wow. you know, I was proud of myself. that's pretty impressive. Well, Michelle, what you don't get is the constant barrage from Andrew of, of talking about, oh, I had this follower do this and this follower do that. And slowly Pat's been indoctrinated going, yeah, yes, yeah. maybe I should use a follower. Yes, use <laughs> followers, must use followers more. It's spreading. It's spreading. The awareness, the subtleties are getting in under your skins. Well, it's that back to the old Warner Brothers uh, Bugs Bunny, all the s- subtlety of a sledgehammer. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, so, so Paul, what? How did you? Uh, how did you wrap up the uh, the Bruce Built quest? Did you? Did, yeah, you, did, did you talk did, to so, the coach before you uh, went up and released? Bruce? Yeah, but it didn't. wasn't very satisfying. I did couldn't uh, figure out how to do anything useful with him. So I just yeah. sort of wandered up the stairs and see what was available. Did, did, you hear, there. did you hear any story? I, I thought that I uh, remember him saying something about how um, there was an old Bruce, um, you know, back before the war. And the Bruce that they had of upstairs is new Bruce. And he's like the reincarnated version of this old baseball hero who. Yeah, there's is, a there's there a note story in the there? display case down yeah. at the bottom. OK, what that, can, uh, do you remember? That. Do you remember what was in that note? Yeah, it's uh it says uh the skull there's a skull down there at the on the first floor in a display case and there's a note right underneath the skull. If you look at the note it says uh the original Bruce the Bat Bidden, a baseball sport legend and uh some of his other teammates uh win the championship of 1918 
in world he won the world series in 1918 and uh he as uh he became old and uh they removed his head on his death they removed his head and froze it <laughs> and uh, in 2076 a search began to find the remains and uh they found his head frozen and they uh and they uh whoops <sighs> Oh, I lost the note. Here we go. I found his head frozen, and they basically cloned him. From they thought out the head and cloned, made a clone from uh, using his head, using the uh, cells from his head. So it's like the Ted Williams thing. Sort of, yeah. Um, Dennis, explain the Ted Williams thing for for all of us out there who want to know more about that well there's a legend <laughs> i well, don't know if it's true well this supposedly ted ted williams was the uh big time slugger for uh the red sox back in there was it the 60s somebody will probably correct me on that but or he was the he was he was their uh their slugging god and uh ted supposedly donated or i don't even know if he if he decided to do it or his family decided to do it but he was supposedly cryogenically frozen and they kept his head on ice. So one day when they want to uh, wake him up and put him on the body of a, another baseball player like Barry Bonds or somebody, oh <laughs> they <laughs> have the opportunity to do that. Wow. It's like Futurama here. Yeah. 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 That's yeah, he I, was, uh, uh, Williams. I think was the thirties, forties. Cause he, uh, yeah, he, he took a break to fight in World War II, I believe like a lot of ball players did at the time. Where uh, where is his head supposedly kept? I think it's in Arizona somewhere, in like area is it area fifty four or whatever. Fifty one. That's in Nevada. It's kept in Nevada. They crashed a spaceship. One one of those dry, worthless states. Why do you think the UFO crashed? We have in Arizona and Nevada. Great. so yeah, the, so the, okay. The, I was wondering what that had to be a reference to because I googled the name and nothing was coming up. So I was like, okay, that's, that's not a real baseball player. So I was wondering what that was actually in reference to. So Ted Williams' so, so, family. So the the three D NPC wiki uh, says it's a reference to Bruce Bochy, who is a uh, Red Sox manager who supposedly has a big head. Hmm. So but, and there's also it's both. I mean, Ted Williams is uh-huh. a reference, but then also yeah. the, the name Bruce supposedly came from Bruce Bochy, who is known for having a big head. Apparently. Okay, cool, great. Well, there you go, um, Pat. Anything about uh, the adventure from you on your side? Uh, no, I pretty much kind of went straight for. The, so let's see. Uh, I think I can't remember. I was thinking uh, Paul said he found the note underneath the blast radius game. I think I found mine on one of the corpses so maybe maybe he's got a couple of different copies of the note in in the uh in the first uh, time these, in the weightlifter place we're talking about two different notes mm, no no this no. is the, this is the note from the gang that was uh that oh was that, okay yeah, yeah yeah okay right 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 yeah okay. so anyway yeah so i found a note there I found the baseball field um it was a little confusing to me at first because it said the baseball field yes. was to the north. Yes. When really it's just across the street. Yes. You know, I, I thought that was a weird way to say across the street. When, when, you know, I, I would never think of something like literally you walk out the front door across the street. It's there. I would never say anything other than across the street yes. for that location. So that was a little confusing. But fortunately, 
there was a body of water there and i said well surely it's not on the other side of the body of water <laughs> uh, so i so i, so I found the baseball not. field uh, looked at the bases you know found the found the, the second note to go find the other place um and uh uh you know explored that house which i think that i think the baseball player's house was maybe one of the good neighbor uh warehouses that you clear out or something i think that maybe went because it seemed really familiar i think yeah. that was maybe i think that was the asset that was based on um so i went up there uh th you talked a little bit you know, you know screwed around with some of the props and things and, uh -huh. um I, I was i think i think if i remember right i was playing this kind of late I, I didn't i didn't i didn't do too many different options i just pretty much made a beeline for the guy in the cage let him go i think actually the baseball i think the there was enough of those baseball players. I think at one, I think the first time through they killed me, so I had to reload and and, and do it again. And I was just more careful killing him. My my, my character's level seventy, so, which is kind of the sweet spot of you can kill just about anything at that level because um, you've got enough hit points that, like even if you get like even if I get into a tussle with a death claw or something, I can just I can just pause and spam all my food and healing items and and basically you know, cure myself practically instantly with you know just spamming a bunch of food and stuff yeah. so i was more careful the second time i didn't have any trouble killing all the baseball players do you have a um, guess as to how many raiders were in the uh the building i uh, mean baseball you mean you mean the baseball players slash raiders yeah it was a good number because you kept you, they, yeah, they, they they didn't they swarm raiders, me sorry. at any point yeah. so it was pretty easy to pick them off there would only be like one or two on a floor and I could kill them, and I'd get healed up or whatever. And I can go, you know, or sneak and get the next yeah. two. Well, I want to say it was probably maybe ten, eight or ten. It was a pretty good number. You know what, Pat? They had the named ones, and they started having you know, like pinch hitter, an infielder, an outfielder show yeah. up. You know what, Pat? I'm going to guess. You said between eight and ten. I'm going to guess there were nine players. Yep, and, probably. And coach. <laughs> well, it could have been, but there's and also like pinch hitter pinch and stuff, hitter. which might have been there more. So, than, yeah, so more, I'm saying there's. There's the nine players plus coach plus the pinch hitter, so I, I bet you there's eleven. I, I I bet you he's smart enough to say that oh there would be nine players, and I bet you if you went through and counted all those players that there'd be like maybe, maybe if, oh, I, if I if I remember yeah. to do I, I'm going out of town for the weekend when I get back home and have a chance to sit down I I will go count the corpses if I remember, <laughs> if I remember to do it I'll go try to count. No, the you don't have to. I'm just saying. No, uh, no, no, no. It's, it's a good. It's a that that that's actually is that's a very a, good point. That's I my that's I my theory. Check that. Yeah. Uh, did you did anybody catch any of the the crazy baseball phrases they were using or or any of the funny misunderstandings that they were using? I thought I thought I, I don't recall. I did. Uh, yeah, I definitely noted them at the time. I didn't. Uh, I didn't remember any of them. They were speaking of a place as if it were Valhalla, with the names of their heroes written on the wall, who fought with wooden clubs. Do you know the name of the location they were referring to? That would be the like, the heavenly uh, Cooperstown. Cooperstown. They're talking yeah. Cooperstown like it was yeah, fucking. Yeah. Uh, Oh, I thought that was hilarious. And, uh, and here's Pat saying he doesn't ever know any sports ball. There yeah, Pat, Pat knows I, I, sports. I I have been to Cooperstown. I used to be a I used to be a baseball yeah, fan. He liked baseball back in the eighties. Paid, paid much attention to it lately. Uh, there were some other things here. Uh, there are only two seasons in baseball: winter and baseball. <laughs> Barista. <laughs> Uh, and they quoted it like it was a Bible verse. It said there were only two seasons in baseball, winter and baseball, from Bautista 316. And that was like Bautista. Is that a famous Red Sox player? I don't I don't know the Red Sox um, well enough to know if Bautista was a uh, – uh, I don't re a really – A really famous Red Sox. But... Yeah, I don't know. Um, 
yeah, I just thought there was a couple of funny little things that the baseball people were saying. Oh, and I had the hardest time with all three of these quests getting them to start, actually. Um, but when I finally, when I got to the apartment, it was really strange. I had to find the letter. I found that under the TV, or by the TV under the, the, the Blast Radius board game. Uh, but it said, go f- you know north. So as Pat mentioned, there's no way it's on the other side of that body of water. Well, Pat's smart enough to make that realization that they should have said just across the street. Andrew, on the other hand, is not. So Andrew spent about a half an hour on the other side of the fucking pond or river or whatever looking I was I was you know a quarter mile away up on the other side of the body of water running all over the place I was like there's no fucking baseball field what are these guys talking about there's no area big enough to be a baseball field and like the it have to be up this direction but then when you hop back across and you find the actual what they refer to as a baseball field you guys you say there's no way that this is a a baseball field because everyone knows the regulation dimensions for the um, official little league baseball diamonds are from the pitcher's mound to the plate 46 feet and in between the bases 60 feet. And there's no way there was 60 feet in between those base paths. So this unofficial baseball diamond really threw me off and wasted at least 40 minutes of my time. And I'm, I'm just, I'd like to file a grievance with the uh, <laughs> well, tales from the Commonwealth people. That's one of those things where, you know, we always, a lot of us players, people like me, you know, yell and scream. It's like, oh, you know, don't speed, don't spoon feed us. Don't give us every quest marker. Don't tell us where to go. But then the minute you do a mod where they're actually, you know, making you think and do a little research, you're like, where's my quest marker? Where am I supposed to go? (laughs) Screw this. I'm not wasting any time with this. I've never, I, me personally, I've never complained about having quest markers. I'm always a big fan of quest markers. I know other people like to figure out the puzzles, but I, I've, I don't mind them at all. Um, so yeah, I, I found that kind of confusing. Uh, in what order I was supposed to find the letters, but I stumbled through. I found the letters in sort of a, a weird order. I didn't realize that I had to go back into the house after you find the first letter that sends you out of the house across the street to the baseball diamond. Well, the, you've at the baseball diamond that sends you back into the house, back across the street, and then and when you go back in, you find a letter from that raider, and that tells you to go back out and find the warehouse where they were doing all their drug deals. So you go out and find the warehouse. So I just got confused and flip flopped, and I, it, it took a little bit to iron out. Pat can uh, um, tell you in our little chat that we do behind the scenes um, that I was just complaining all fucking week about, how do I start this quest? I cannot find this person. Where's this person going? Where's this letter? I don't know what they're talking about. He's just like, uh, Andrew, I don't want to have to keep spoon feeding you this crap all the time. Come on. I was, you know, I was, I was trying to be helpful. You know, I was <laughs> no, sympathetic. No. You're always helpful, Like Denny was saying, it, when, you're in, when you're in mod land, it, it, it's different, right? You can't you, you can't rely on things kind of having the same feel of the main quest line. So, you know, you, you don't, you don't really know, like the, the, the way the notes pop up is a little different and, you know, yeah, it, it, yeah. You, you just don't, you just don't know that you're going to get the same look and feel. So it, it is harder to know, for, to know, are, like, is it bugged or are you missing something? I think typically in the main game, either it's either more clear or, yeah. You can find a YouTube yeah. video or whatever yeah. and, and, and it'd be completely clear like, oh yes, I am missing it or no, it is bug. Because if yeah. bugs happen in the main game, we all know that. But I think with a mod, you just don't know. It's hard, it's harder to figure that out. So I, I, 
you know, ho- well, hopefully, hopefully the pl- people playing along are finding it a little bit helpful to share to some hear, of these experiences. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're having different different kind of stuff like yeah. this crop up for us. Well, I mean, and I always assume that immediately it's a bug. I'm like, oh damn, this mod is bugged because I'm infallible. Of course, I can, <laughs> I, I, it can't be me, Pat. I can't make a mistake. Speaking of Andrew pulling dumb mistakes, as we roll into our next quest here. Uh, wait, was there any uh, rewards on that quest? Oh yeah, we have. Uh... Yeah, once I um, found the skull, read the note, I let Bruce go free. Mm-hmm. I grabbed the skull and took it back to the bowling alley, gave yeah, it yeah. to Penn. And Penn uh, was so pleased that he uh, put one of the, he named, uh, put a plaque up on one oh, of the yeah, lines and made right. it exclusively for me. Yeah, 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 I forgot about that. I, he names. Uh, I love that. Yeah, lane, yeah. That, that was uh, the, the, the quest reward in this one was was like my favorite moment. That of, was really uh, fun. Stuff. Yeah. Yeah, so they they name they in your honor they name lane number three. It was lane number three for me. I assume it was lane number three for everyone. Uh, but you yeah. go, you go, <laughs> you want to look at your fancy plaque that they hung up literally over the number three. So they name it after you. So mine was Lane Susan or whatever. So you walk up and you want to investigate this awesome new uh, luxurious plaque that they uh, uh, engraved in your honor. And you go up and you like touch it and it like falls to the to the the down onto the bowling lane and then you look at it and it's like this shoddy piece of crap was written on a greasy yeah, napkin I, 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 and, and held I, 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 to the- I have a screenshot let me let me read it this okay. is because uh, i have a screenshot i think this is worth reading because it's hilarious this commemorative plaque looks like it was made from old and used napkins and stuck to the wall with a piece of gum scribble <laughs> with a permanent marker is your name it's misspelled. It's misspelled. <laughs> that was the kicker. That is the yeah. best part, that your name was misspelled. And that is your reward for this quest. Yeah, yeah, A, yeah. a kick in the fucking pants. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was a nice... I That was, without a doubt, my favorite moment for any of the Tales thing, that little quest reward. So that that yeah. uh, that was a lot of fun. That was really fun. I like that a lot. Hey uh, Andrew, maybe uh, maybe let me, uh, let me let me kick off the two lane blacktop, and then I may, especially with Denny able to join, I may, I may sign right. off. Sounds good. Uh, after that, and let you guys run through full exposure without me. So okay. uh, that's okay. If that's, no, uh, that's, that's great. great. Moving two lane blacktop. Right on. Let's roll into it. Yeah. So this is one that in my first, you know, with a different character, my first time uh, doing tales, I actually bumped into smoke. Uh, smoke screen, smoke screen. I guess yeah. I think one place is written smoke, another place is written smoke screen. I, I, I ran into uh, to smoke screen uh, by accident. Just I, I think I was at that location killing raiders as you do, and uh, happened to bump into her, and she challenged with the race. And it's like what, what, what the fuck is? <laughs> and I was completely. I was just like sort of wandering around. Meanwhile, she was like running off in her power armor towards the bell, and I mm-hmm. eventually realized what she was doing. And <laughs> I think I think if you lose the race, she waits for you at the bell and taunts you. Uh, of course and I, I don't remember if she gives you a chance to do it again i forget exactly how it played out but I, you know it wasn't a it wasn't the round table so i didn't worry about it but that did mean that this time i knew what to expect nice. so um i was in my power armor um just because i was i forget why i forget why i was doing power armor um at this time but but i thought oh this will be good i'll you know because i knew she was in power armor as an atom cat uh so i figured i'll go in my power armor and and um that that of course let me jump off the roof and get a nice head start on the race so um even though i had not discovered that red rocket i kind of generally remember where it was and, and there's enough of them you could see the rocket off in the distance so um so, so i got to the location and andrew this is something else we were batting back and forth because i think there are there are sort of two buildings like 
the way I wound up doing is I went in the door that said Leighton Towers or Leighton Arms or whatever the exact name is, you know, kill my kill Raiders and kind of work my way up. And then I went out a door onto a rooftop that I forget whether it was the same building. I think it was a different building. And then I like crossed over you know, to the, to a different roof, rooftop and smoke was there, smoke screen, whatever the hell the character's name is, but there was also Raiders. So I had to kill the Raiders. And that's what I was telling you that she was like, kind of, she wasn't fighting the Raiders. She wasn't helping me or anything, but she was like kind of wandering around the rooftop. So at one point she'd be over on one side. And then later while I was killing Raiders, she'd wander over to the other side. So oh. I had to kind of like chase her down over the rooftop to actually get her to interact with me. Interesting. Uh, yeah, and then uh, and then after that, it's it's pretty easy. You you you, you start the race, and um, I, certainly it was easier for me to being power being in power armor because I was able just to jump off and and just make a beeline for Red Rocket, mm-hmm. and I, I won the race, and very conveniently got her power armor as a reward. Did uh, are you a jetpack power armor guy? Yes, I am. I like my jetpacks. Does jetpacks let you go faster than running? I assume uh, if you're really good with a jetpack it might i'm not really good with it so uh that's a good question and, and and you have to go over there's like a highway that's a collapsed highway that you have to get across i think if you're i think i was able just basically to like you know run down the hill and run back up the other side but that's something yeah. else that like you could you could get you could get distracted by if you uh if you if you let yourself like no, sort of get stuck in that highway there's um a crater there that must have been an impact zone from from a bomb because uh, you run into it and out the other side, and your your meter on your your power armor just goes it just goes to full blast. Oh, the, the rad meter, yeah, yeah, yeah the rad yeah, meter yeah, just yeah. goes full, full yeah. blast. So it must have been an impact zone or something on the north side yeah, of the no city. Yeah. So, but yeah, uh, yeah so you so, can either go around that crater, or I, I just cut straight through it. I, and I, I, I did. See, I was in power armor, it. and you know, I, I had plenty. You know, I was in. I was in very. I was in good health, so yeah. I didn't. I, would, I wasn't too worried about the rads. Mm-hmm. And so I just ran straight through it. Yeah, so all you have to do is uh, hop off the building and uh, beat Smokescreen all the way to the Red Rocket, which originally I was going to put a quest marker on the fucking original Red Rocket up near Sanctuary, and I was like, holy shit, we got to run all the way there. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That'd be quite that a, is race. a long way. And then I was like, realized, oh, it's just that one right over there. Okay, I see, I see. She wasn't specific about which Red Rocket. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that was part of my confusion the first time. Uh, was that uh, um, uh, that that, uh, that I wasn't sure where which one it was? Yeah, yeah. and then, and then the, you know this time I I I, I knew it. So yeah, yeah. so anyway, so uh, so Paul, did you uh, did, did were you did you were you able to find Smokescreen and uh, yeah this, this quest? This is the first time I've ever done this quest, and uh, so I I went took the window washing elevator on the side of the building up to the top. God, they're killed so off, smart. Killed off a couple of raiders there and then went up to uh, Smokescreen and she said, uh, you'll need a plate. And I go, a plate? What's a plate? And I... You're so square. It, I didn't know what I was, th- was talking about. And then it had dawned on me, oh, of course, she's in power armor and my power armor is back in Nuka World. So uh, I uh, took off and went back there and... Uh, Got my XO one oh, that nice. I got from the power plant, and uh, Ooh. yeah, that's a good one. But I'm only I'm only a level forty character, by the way. So uh, that's, that's great. Not, uh, <laughs> Does that one have so like I, a nice like blue tint to it or something? No, 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 no. This uh, the one in the 
that's the, the, the one in in the case that oh, in the oh, park yeah, that I haven't been to yet. Yeah. So uh, took that uh, power armor back up to the roof, and I couldn't get the quest to start until I asked her something about what's what's the Adam Cats, and then the quest yeah. took off. Mm. So I I'd ask her what the Adam Cats was the first time, and uh, trying to figure out why what a plate was. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> So uh, when I uh, asked her about the Adam Cats, then the quest marker, st- uh, the quest started, and it said, uh, you, and she said, there's basically no rules. We're just going to race over to there, and first one there was the winner, went to the red rocket. I jumped off the side, and then I tried to figure out which red rocket we were talking about, because <laughs> I know there was a half dozen. And by the time I figured it, I looked at the Pip-Boy and looked back up, she was halfway halfway uh down to that crater mm-hmm. and it was a uh, hopeless and so i take off after her and i run and she kicks up all the insects and they they attack me and it's it was a hopeless race. oh yeah that's right yeah yeah i, I forgot about those uh those damn bugs that they're in that crater mm-hmm. yeah, yeah 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 i had a uh, half a dozen of them attack me so oh, no. that pretty much uh, ruined my chances by the time i crawled up over the rim uh ran practically ran into that sentry bot up there and i had to kill that and so it was a hopeless race hopeless I, uh, race too many I obstacles lost mile. That's a, so what happens when you lose this is that's great that you lost uh, no offense but what 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 happens uh she congrats uh, she's uh says uh, you should come up to the adam cats and we'll have another race basically that's what she told me and you don't get the power armor uh no, I didn't get anything. Oh wow, nice. That's cool. So I'm I'm glad that it fell out that way because uh, sometimes in the round table we always do stuff the the same way and you don't really get to hear the other side. But that's that's uh that's cool. I wonder. Yeah, basically she basically she just invited me to the Adams Cat's garage and yeah. we can have another race sometime. So you should do that. I I wonder if you go up there, Paul, and talk to Smokescreen again, if you actually will do another race. I doubt you will, but you should just go talk to her, see if she, you know, says, oh, hey, you know, remembers you or something. If she's there. I don't know if that, (laughs) I don't know if Tails will put her there. That'd be a good question. Yeah. 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 Interesting. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, I I was in power armor, so I went. I just left her power armor sitting at the red rocket, and I grabbed the fusion core, and because I had, I also. Oh, that's that's another thing about power armor, Andrew. I remember in the first round table, you would always talk about stealing all the BOS power armor. Yeah, <laughs> Fuck but but guys. it stays stolen forever, and your your damn wussy companions complain about it every time you get into it. Yeah, they do. Yeah, so that, <laughs> that was you know, so I decided. I, but but that's the one I had tricked out with the with the jet. It's my best set. I, I don't have a set of those are. Uh, I guess. I don't have an X01. I guess I just haven't looked for it because I'm level 70. I, I should have X01 by now. Those are for uh, decoration purposes only, Pat. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fine. And I've got, uh, no, actually, I, I need to, I need to get a good set of TP. I need, actually, I wish, what I need to do is take this character to Far Harbor and uh, grab, grab the Vim T51. I was That's just actually. in there. Um, the, is it at the Vim factory? Vim Which factory, you, yeah, yeah. I was just in there. There's like, it, I, if I remember right, when we were doing the Far Harbor roundtable, I think you're sent there for a quest, and then you get sent there again, and then you have access at, at a deeper point or something. Well, I, that's you. It, I don't quite the remember. The Bim Factory is where you find, uh, what's her name's body for the Dima quest. Avery? 
Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so it's Cap, Captain Ape, whatever. So, you if you just like stumble across the BIM factory, you I think you can't get into her unless you get into where her body is, unless you have that quest. So it okay. may send you back. That that's that's what I remember. Yeah. That, right. that yeah. you have a second level of access. Yeah, it doesn't that doesn't do anything there, but you can get the red uh, power armor if you want it. Yeah, yeah, and then you have to be sure to get the the, the recipe for the green paint because that that's the best. Yeah, that looks pretty cool. I I need to go back. I guess I just didn't look hard enough. I, I was yeah, just well, kind it's, of it's on a that. terminal not far from the red power armor. I think yeah. it's not. It's not. It's not. Yeah, there's a green. Far. Yeah, there's a green one in the truck on the high, on the main road. Between, uh, on, on oh, okay. Harbor. There's there's that the set that's already painted green. Yeah, there's a yeah, and the, there's a truck on the road between huh. Far Harbor and Dalton Farm. And there's a it green like power a, armor. It looks in it. like, yeah, it looks wow. like a billboard on a on the back of a flatbed. Oh, and in there is a, a green. I said a green T fifty one. I've missed that. I've always gotten the red and then gotten the the the, the recipe for painting it green and done it that way. Nice. Didn't know you, that, that's Good. nice. Great tip, Paul. Is uh, is it behind like a lock terminal or lock and key or anything? You're just sort no, of no, easily no, accessible. No, no, no. You just have to you just have to walk up to it and get in it. Nice. Nice. Uh, speaking of um, new power armors that I hadn't um, seen before, um, I was just mucking around near Covenant and decided, oh, there's a crashed vertebrate in the pond there by Covenant. So I'm like, I'm splashing around, swimming around, saying, oh, look, I'm going to go over here and just look at this vertebrate. You know, there's nothing interesting underwater ever. So I'll just go swim around by this vertebrate. See, uh, maybe there'll be like a, you know, an ammunition case or something. Uh, oh, holy shit. There's some power armor standing there underneath the water so that's i found a, a some underwater power armor over by that big pond uh just to the west of covenant so anybody want to grab that and you can just kind of hop into it and walk out of the water and then it works just fine it's, it hasn't rusted a bit in the last 200 years so i mean you, lucky us right nice another frame yeah i i love the frames um I have the sky of uh, Victor mentioned some uh, Skyrim power armor and I went and did that, but I broke all the pieces. So I have to, I have to fix them except for, I just got everything tossed into my cave, my crate or whatever. So I have to go back and figure out all my power armor stuff. All of my, all of my followers are in power armor, but they're all just in the frames with helmets. They'd actually aren't wearing any power armor anymore at this point. <laughs> Fuck them. Whatever. All right, Andrew. So I uh, now now that Denny's back, I am going to use this opportunity to right. slink off to bed. So a good uh, uh, Paul, great to great to do the show with you guys. Have a good rest of the show. Uh, uh, have fun talking about full exposure. And uh, Andrew, I will uh, catch you catch you next week right for on. our feedback episode. Thanks a lot, Pat. We'll see you. Night, everybody. Bye. Night, Night. Night. Uh, so uh, my ex- adventure here in Two Lane Blacktop, I had an impossible time. Uh, finding smokescreen at first. I wasted literally an hour or two, just like I'm searching for the baseball diamond up on the north side of the, the body of water. I'm searching for smokescreen in all the wrong places that she doesn't actually exist. Um, if you uh, go to the, the buildings, what are they actually um, called? I forget what that apartment building was, was called. Uh, Linton Tower or Linden Tower or something yeah, late, like that. Layton Tower or something. Layton, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um Layton, Layton, L-A-Y-T-O-N, Tower. So you find that, and you think, I guess I should have known by the word towers that is pluralized that there are two buildings 
um, I was running around on the north side, and there's uh, some fire escape stairs going up on the north side of the building. And you go up there, and you, there's no one on the rooftop. So you're supposed to meet smokescreen on the rooftop of the Leighton Towers, according to the instructions. So I'm up there running around. I can't find... There's there's no one up here. I killed a ton of raiders, so I went back down. Oh, wait, here's a door. I can go inside the building and then go up. Okay, that spits me out in the exact same place. When I went through the inside of the building, I took the stairs up on the inside of the building. That spits me out in the same place. Took the elevator on the inside of the building up. Spits me out in the same place. What the hell? I can't find this person. Where are they? So I fast travel. I fast travel back. No, I didn't reset anything. I didn't spawn any characters. No one's there. Uh, I find a chair and I wait 48 hours. No, nothing. That didn't reset any cells. There's no one there still. So I'm just pounding this. I'm thinking, oh, man, I've, this, of course, is bugged. Andrew is infallible. Uh, this Andrew, this is not my fault. This is obviously the, the mod is bugged. This is horrible. What am I going to do? So I'm just, like, getting so mad. And after about two hours, I just rage quit. And then uh, earlier today, I decided, well, I'm just going to go on YouTube and, and Google it and see what the hell is going on here. So I watched and I was like, oh, shit, there's a second building um, just to the south of the North Tower is the South Tower. And uh, on the south side of the South Tower, as Paul mentioned, you can just easily get onto the cargo elevator or the window washer uh, elevator and just easily go up and, and smokescreen is literally just standing at the edge of the building there. And it, you know, easy peasy. We're going to have to have a whole episode, Andrew, devoted to your resistance against watching YouTube because your resistance to watch YouTube is like a uh, 90-year-old's to a, a smartphone. It's like, <laughs> oh, ah, I don't need that YouTube. It's foolishness I can figure out on my own. I just, I, I don't know. Um, I know everyone likes to watch other people play. I just, I, that's not my... I don't know why, but I just I'd rather just play myself and try to figure it out and until the point where I go insane. Until the point where you're texting Pat sixteen times <laughs> Pat, at two o'clock in the morning, going Pat, what's going? on? The quest is broken. Pat, where's the baseball diamond, Pat? Where's the baseball diamond, Pat? You know, <laughs> and Pat's like YouTube, Andrew, please YouTube. That's that's why the man can't. He's up at three o'clock this morning trying to figure out yeah. how to help you out. He's uh he used to just send me that annoying link that um hey let me google that for you <laughs> whatever yeah exactly it's like pat i'm gonna smack you oh let me uh, youtube that for you <laughs> hey let me let me youtube that for you uh so eventually i found smoke screen of course and hopped right down and uh across the crater and rang the bell um the first time i went and i rang the bell i did not see the sentry bot there was a super mutant master or something running around because if you look up off um sort of uh, oh, yeah. to the to the right there's a, a super mutant sort of establishment over there uh is it the the big john's wrecker yard or whatever it's called maybe i, I don't remember the exact location but uh something like that yeah, yeah. um but uh, so there's a super mutant there the first time, so I was worrying about him uh, killing him, and then this the sentry bot came around from behind and started wailing on me. It's like, oh fuck! So I killed him really quick too, and in the explosion that hit Smokescreen, and the Smokescreen went all aggro on me and uh, started fighting. And I was like, holy shit! I didn't see. I didn't know if this was part of the quest or not. That she got really mad that I rang the bell before her. 
and or him. I don't know. I, for some reason, I assume Smokescreen was a a, a lady. Is that right? I don't know. But uh, I don't remember. I, I think the voice was a lady. I can't. I can't quite remember. But um, <laughs> I, I I thought that I thought that Smokescreen got all mad at me after I beat <laughs> beat him to the bell, and uh, but actually it was because I killed the Sentry Bot and um, he exploded. And in that explosion, it caught Smokescreen, and then it started. But uh, I went and attacked Smokescreen, and um, she started running away and shooting me and running away and shooting. But her health would never go down at all. It was really kind of interesting. Uh, so that, that character is, uh, you know, a god mode or whatever. It, you, you, you can't do any damage to that character. So I just thought that was pretty interesting. Uh, so I had to reload, and I did it again. And I uh, killed the sentry bot from a distance, so he would explode, and the the super mutant wasn't there this time. So that that was a lucky added bonus. And then I rang the bell, and everything was fine. And she gave me the power armor, and I told uh, um, Piper to hop into it, I believe. I have Piper in a, a helmet that I have titled Destro. It is a, through one of my um, clothing mods, you can make uh, helmets like chrome, straight, uh, bling, chrome, silver uh, color. And I, and I put a, a synth field helmet that has like the full face enclosure on it and, and make it silver and it looks like Destro from G.I. Joe. So I think that's really fun. I have a couple of different why, people in that this helmet. This is why people watch YouTube videos, Andrew, because if you YouTubed all this, you'd have like six zillion hits because everybody would want to see how you made your Destro helmet. <laughs> people love Destro. No. That's why you need to Twitch stream, you know, Twitch stream, your roundtable feedback. Yeah, we can all watch it and, and be in the glory of how Actually, wonderful it all is. Thank you, Dennis. Uh, and that is a, a great comment, and, and we will uh, try to hammer that home a little bit more a little bit later, but uh, we're going to start trying to have people submit some of their um, roundtable feedback uh, by Twitch streaming live and uh, you know posting their adventures that way so we can sort of uh, get some more action over on our Twitch stream. So that, that, that's great, Denny, for bringing that up. That's awesome. Um, did you have anything else you need to go over there with that quest, Paul? No, I just sort of lost. That's all that happened to me. <laughs> That's too bad. All right. Well, we can get into full exposure then. Um, and this one was actually kind of interesting. Um, I took a, a couple of uh, introductory photography classes um, back in the day. So uh, I this this is a whole lot of photography and sort of like similar to how the house that Bruce built quest, how the baseball cult was sort of misunderstanding um, how like all these baseball phrases and misusing things like sort of getting their facts kind of mixed up. Um, they're also sort of doing that, uh, with the full exposure here. Um, it seems that, uh, you pop over to the full exposure and, um, what's her name? Cammy Cameron, you know, is a camera salesman. (laughs) Um, and she, let's see, she says film. She has an interesting way of describing film. Um, she said that uh, back in the day they sold baseball cards and sealed packs to fund schools or something. Do you remember her saying that? I just thought it was really weird, and I didn't actually understand what she was saying, so I had to jot that down. I was like, that's a really weird thing to say. But then she equated that with cameras and films, and she's like, okay, well, there's these film, there's this film and these cameras that are from 100 years or 200 years ago that haven't been developed yet. So these are all like 
like the baseball cards are sealed, you don't know which ones you're going to get. It's always a surprise, but that's exactly like this. So you buy a camera, and you take it, the film is still in the camera, you take it and you develop that film, and then you get a surprise picture. And that's supposed to be sort of like the incentive for spending so much money on um, getting a, a, a camera that, it's, it's just supposed to be sort of like a, a history experience, sort of. And I thought that was actually sort of a, a, a cool idea and a really well-written quest um, so Chris Takahashi, I, uh, kudos for this interesting quest structure and a storyline for the full exposure. Uh, so the, uh, the first thing that you are told to do is go to the one hour Photoshop. And I was like, wait a second, you're a camera store, but you don't do any development here. I found that really strange. I thought that she should just have her own dark room just right there at the, the camera store. But anyway, um, she tells me to go off to the one hour Photoshop and the one hour Photoshop is all the way on the other fucking side of the world, uh, on the very far West side of the map. Um, where is it? It's next to like that interchange, the, um, the mass, yeah, the, the mass pike yeah. interchange, but it's sort of like on the other side of the, the lake. Yeah, Poseidon Reservoir and the Roadside Pines Motel. Yeah, the the reservoir yeah. there. I've I've ran by that reservoir. I need to go into there sometime. Uh, I probably have. I assume I've been in there before. But I, I've seen yeah. that a couple times on this playthrough, and I keep running right by it. And I'm like, oh, I need to go back in there. Um. So okay. So the first step is to go to the um the one hour Photoshop. Uh. But the reason you're going there is because. She says she has a camera that, okay, this guy came in, he was all suspicious, right? And he, he was going to give her an, just an exorbitant amount of money to develop this film. Like, an, like an a extra, thousand caps. A thousand caps or something, just to develop this special role of film. Uh, but she says that she wanted to take it to get it developed, but it was too dangerous, so she couldn't go by herself. That's why she's sending us, of course. So we, yeah. if, you offer, if but- you offer help. And she promises to pay 200 caps mm-hmm. if you go and do it for her. Yeah, um, per per good picture, she'll give you 200 caps or something. So we, we take on that deal and decided that we'll go help her out. Um, so we go all the way to the west side of the map, like uh, Paul mentioned, um, by the reservoir um, and the Mass Pike Interchange. You go into the room, and there is a terminal on the wall. Uh, with a sassy person who's obviously written these terminal entries about it must have been a teacher or some sort of supervisor um, at, at this place who were sort of scolding people about their bad habits in the dark room. Uh, so as you use this terminal to pop open the door and then you can go down into the dark room and I believe you're tasked with doing a couple of different things down there. You have to mix the appropriate chemicals that you'll need in order to develop the film and you're also tasked with blocking out the light. There's evidently some like light leaks that you need to take care of so that um, your film does not become overexposed and ruined by excess light. Uh, and Chris has taken some liberties that people know what this is because I got to tell you, the, the younger generation doesn't know what all that is all about. They don't <laughs> developing even know what film? A, a, yeah. a picture is. It's all on their phone now, man. Yeah, it's a, yeah this is an analog... <laughs> This is an analog chemical process. This is yeah. I, I I work in a for, I work in a photo lab, and uh, don't nobody know what C forty one film is anymore. No, you know? they don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't know what C forty one is. What's C forty one? C forty one film was the uh, chemical 
uh, process introduced by Kodak in 1972. Anyway, moving on. <laughs> my, okay, Denny, do you... My One of my absolute favorite things on Earth is Kodachrome. I just... Oh. Do you know anything about Kodachrome? Can can you just talk? Can you have a podcast about Kodachrome? I would listen for hours and just look uh, at Kodachrome that, that, that pictures. Probably could, but it, 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 it clo- close your eye, close your left eye, and then rub your right eye in alcohol, and it's the same thing as getting Kodachrome. <laughs> oh, I love Kodachrome. <laughs> it's the best. Uh, um. So, gosh, what are we doing? Um. Okay, we're mixing, we're mixing chemicals. No, you're fine, Denny. Uh, that's why we that's why we love you, Denny. Uh, we're going to uh, d- make some chemicals. Uh, that's right, uh, all the kids out there. If you wanted um, pictures that were not on a digital apparatus, you used to have to develop them back in the day. Uh, so they actually um, a very basic description, but they actually do. Uh, have the correct terminology and in the correct order. So I do give uh, Chris kudos for uh, looking up, or he maybe, you know, was a photographer himself. So that's uh, cool that uh, he he got the right process down. Uh, So let's talk about these chemicals here real quick. You need to have, uh, what do you need? You need developer, you need stop bath, you need fixer, and you need the hypoclean. Hypoclean is a different term than I'm used to. I forget what we used to call it, but it sounds like hypoclean is a, or hypoclear is a, uh, a brand name that they use, but we, we just had, it was just called a, a wash or something like that, that we would use after the fixer. Uh, but you have to mix up these four chemicals, uh, using basic ingredients. And of course they give you the tip that, um, these ingredients are usually readily available around the lab. So I took a look and there is actually cloth. If you look behind you in between the sinks, there's some cloth there, but I looked all over the damn place down in there and I couldn't find the other ingredients. So I actually, left and um, went and fast traveled back to my place and got all the ingredients that I would need and brought them back to make the chemicals. And on my way back in, I decided to duck behind the counter so that I could see if there was like a safe or anything down there. And then I realized, oh, wait, all the ingredients I needed were right there behind the counter the whole time. I didn't have to leave at all. It's just that they're not downstairs. They were upstairs for easy access to the uh, employees. And I totally missed that and wasted, you know, a good 15, 20 minutes fast traveling back and forth and getting different ingredients that I really didn't have to be doing. So I'm Come having <laughs> the first rule of fallout is always loot, <laughs> loot, loot everything. It's, see, that's the thing, Paul. I think that, oh, I I scraped every inch of that building. I got every little piece of that. And then I turn around. Oh, wait, here's a file cabinet I missed. I totally didn't see. Oh, wait, here's a. Uh, three things that I missed over here. Here's a body I didn't lose. I was like, oh, no, I swear that I got everything in. I'm just not nearly as good as I think I am about scavenging. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had to, I had to, cleaned out my inventory and I dumped all my alcohol in the workbenches at the sanctuary. Yeah. So I was afraid I was going to have to go back there, but then I uh, stumbled across to some beer. Nice. Uh, speaking of which, could you use any alcohol or because the 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 terminal specifically mentioned one of the employees not leaving this beer bottles around so you you know that the game wants you to find beer uh for that and they also mention um you know the the other uh faults of the other employees but i was just wondering could you use other sorts of alcohol if you had vodka would vodka work or did they want specifically to use the beer for some reason for the alcohol 
you got me because I um, you actually had like beer, I said, so I you dumped my yeah. inventory, so that's the only thing I had. Yeah, but you actually were good enough to find the items behind the the desk for, in that little that little spot by the employees. First uh, rule is always loot. Always loot. Yeah, Paul, much more wise than I. <laughs> Uh, so after you find the ingredients, you go down and you have to make um, what the what are the actual ingredients? It was uh, alcohol, uh, in this case beer. You needed uh, purified water and cloth. Um, the alcohol and the purified water were used to make the ingredients, and the cloth was just used to wipe stuff clean afterwards. I believe I remember them saying something about that. So you collect the items. Um, you make the materials and the sinks fill themselves and then you uh, are tasked with developing the negative and all you have to do is put them in the correct order. So you have to, it'll, no wait, before you get there, you have to uh, light tight the room. Uh, what, how, how did you have to do that, Paul? Uh, I went around and picked all the fungus first. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, got it. Then I, that was still not good enough. And then I realized there was lights on the ceiling so I took out took out my pistol and shot him out. Oh, you're, you're again so much smarter than me, Paul. I, I immediately saw all of the fungus, so I, I was like, okay, that's obvious. I'm just going to go pick all those, and that'll be good enough. Uh, and so then I just uh, went and developed my negative and then failed the quest, so I had to reload. Um, it, it, I didn't know if I actually failed the quest, but it gave me the um, the warning. It said... Uh, because you have not made the room light tight, you have overexposed the negative and no picture can be made or something. So I was like, oh, crap. So let me reload and try to do this right. And then I went back and I did it again. And I said, oh, the radio in the corner is on, obviously. Duh. Let's go turn off the radio because there's a little you know, light display there. That will bleed through and that is enough light. And then I tried again and I failed the quest again. Oh, fuck. So, okay, let's reload and try again. Bugged. Uh, yeah, totally bugged. Andrew is infallible. This cannot be my fault. Uh, so then I look around the room and I'm like, oh, there's fucking windows on the wall behind me. Okay. So I'm looking around. Is there any way I can block these windows? No, I don't really see any way. But if I look out the windows, there's a light bulb hanging in the sort of stairwell that goes up to the upstairs part. So I go out and I'm looking at this light bulb. How the fuck do I turn off this light bulb hanging out of here? Okay, there's a red wire, you know, like they have those red wires that go all over the place. So I follow the red wire back and up the stairs. And then the red wire just disappears into the wall. And I'm like... Well, maybe it's connected to the terminal somehow. So I go back out to the original terminal and open that back up again. And no, nothing. Nothing about the light. No switching off lights on and on. Or on and off. I, d- I don't see a light switch anywhere. I don't see any of this. I-, I wonder how the hell this is supposed to work. So go back down and look at the light switch some more. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Go back into the room. Look out the window even longer. What these windows are doing, man. These- it's got to be these windows. got to be these windows. And then I'm scrolling around and then I look up. Fuck, there's two lights on the ceiling. I'm a dumbass. So I pull out my rifle. Pop, pop. Both of those light bulbs are out. Then I develop and then everything's fine. But it took me three three times of failing the fucking quest. Or not the quest, but uh, failing making the negative, uh, developing it into a picture before I actually got it. Did, Paul, were you were you smart enough to uh, get the... the you said well, you got, you got the lights on the, the ceiling. this is the second time through this quest. I played it a, oh, you've done it before, six or yeah. nine months ago. And so I sort nice. of made yours mistake the first time. Yeah, yeah. It was, it, was, it was just a little confusing for me. But so it turns out you you can shoot out those ceiling lights 
But if you think about it, there's a light bulb that is, you can see through two open windows behind you. So actually, they, you should have to turn off that light bulb too or have to block out those windows. You know, that's, that, that's bad. Have a nice, nice dark red filter or something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That'd be nice. And if you if you really think about it, it's been more than five minutes since you've had the opportunity to shoot someone, and you're just gonna <laughs> yeah. throw your controller against your TV because you're like, "Why am I doing this? Give me somebody to kill." <laughs> oh come on, uh, that's that's one thing I do have to commend Chris Takahashi on is uh, creating lots of quests within these tales of the uh, Commonwealth that aren't just uh, run around kill this thing, run around kill that thing. There's actually a little bit of puzzle to things, and it's. Uh, not necessarily just shooting everything out, which right, I think is fine for, for you no, people I think the it's one fun. your brain bucket. Good for you. Well, yes, I use my brain bucket. It causes me to waste two hours of time running up the wrong side of a building. You know, let's see how my brain bucket's used. Yeah. Achievement unlocked. Achievement unlocked brain bucket. Um, so let's uh, go ahead and power through full exposure here. Um, so the order you, you have to on, do in the right order. That's you right. click on each. Of, yeah, you click on each of the uh, tanks. Uh, developer, stop, fixer, and then hypo. Yep, you got to do the developer yep. first. Uh, stop bath, then the fixer, then the hypo. Yep. And when, once you do the hypo, suddenly ghouls started coming out into existence. For Isn't some that reason. weird? I didn't see the bodies anywhere. They just sort of come up out of the fucking floor or something. Yeah, so now you have your chance to shoot something. <laughs> there you go, Denny. You, you happy? I uh, I approve this message. Yeah, <laughs> shoot shoot everything. Yes. Kill them all. Yeah, and and yeah, kill them all and nuke them till they glow. They're already glowing, so you know. And you're, off you're to already the fifty percent there. Off to the left side of the room, Paul, is a very suspicious little archway of a broken wall that leads into a just a very tiny little you know, dug out area. It's not even a hallway that leads anywhere. I just, I went into that room many times being like, what is in here? Why is this here? What is in here? Why is this here? They don't do this. They don't put stuff here for zero reason. Why is this little? And so then that's why I figured out, Oh, because that's where the bloated fucking feral ghoul of hell is going to spawn from and come out of there and take a couple of whacks at my face. That's why that room is there. Um, so what are we doing with our negative? We've got our negative, uh, officially developed. And it points you back to, uh, go, it says, uh, the quest marker points you back to, uh, the shop near Diamond City. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's that full exposure. Yeah. The full exposure. And so you go back there and, uh, you give the photo to Cameron and uh, she doesn't like what the, was developed. Yeah, she's shocked. But, and, and it's funny, the, the, the photo that you get is, is titled, like, what is it, Naughty Photo or Naughty Negative? Or, I don't even remember what it's called, but it's like, when, when they give you the photo, yeah. it's, a, it's, a, it's a naughty one. And she, said so, she says something like, a rad roach is in her what? Oh, gross. <laughs> that's disgusting. Yeah, some, uh, that's something. Yeah, some terrible things are happening there. <laughs> and uh, that triggers the quest indecent exposure. So that takes off from there. Yeah. And that'll be she, that'll be next time. Yeah, that is uh, coming up next. Um, well, not next week. Next week we're doing a, a feedback episode uh, for these quests that we've heard. 
um, for High Noon at the Gulch Safari Adventure and the the quest we went over tonight, the house that Bruce built, Tulane Blacktop, and Full Exposure. But uh, after that, uh, two weeks from tonight, we will be going over Indecent Exposure and Love and Peace. And Indecent Exposure uh, sort of pops off immediately afterwards. And um, what do you remember what she says, Paul? Like, she, Or maybe you say that you... No, no. She says she recognizes the guy in the picture, and maybe he's over by the... The brothel. Yeah, Boston Bordello. The, the Boston and, Bordello, yeah. And then she claims she doesn't have the 200 caps to pay you. Oh, what the fuck? <laughs> so you're going to have to talk to him to get your money. Oh, my God. Okay, so she's basically going to tell us we have to go blackmail this guy with a naughty, with a naughty picture of him and a lady, I guess, with a rad roach coming out of something indecent. Something. Oh, boy. <laughs> fortunately i didn't get to see the picture yeah that was funny um they bring up the the picture like that screen when it says you've picked something up and it's like oh here's this item you know this whenever you get a legendary item whatever it goes to that special screen like oh here you pick this up and it says naughty photo but it doesn't show anything <laughs> they should have had a naughty photo that i uh you know that we can all enjoy right come on mm. yeah uh, Demi, did you, you manage to find, um, an email that was floating around in our email box? Um, uh, before that, uh, did you have any final thoughts there for full exposure, Paul? I think I covered everything that, uh, I didn't have any major meltdowns this time. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I ins- had installed another mod that, uh, for Eleonora's clothing, uh, she has a uh, bundle of uh, armor and clothing that uh, shows up. Oh, nice. And her shop is right next to the full exposure shop. Oh, cool! And her and her mod has put a uh, has put a um, space for the traveling merchants to stop by. Oh, so nice! So every time every time you go anywhere near that, there's a fight that breaks out between the raiders over at the mice mat mass pike uh, t- tunnel en- entrance. Uh, and yeah, they come yeah, over yeah, and yeah, attack yeah, yeah. the uh, the traveling merchants, and uh, they have a fight going on every time <laughs> you show up there. So that's uh, that's, that's a little fun. different. Pro- provisioners versus raiders. Yeah, yeah. That no, uh, it's uh, in this case, in the case I had there, it was trash can Carla and two guards of cricket because they oh, were both nice. there at the uh, at the front of the store at the time. That's awesome. I've never seen them in the same place like that before. That's really cool. I didn't know. I don't know their paths. There's there's people who pay attention to stuff like that. It's like, oh no, trash can. Carla, Carla goes here and here and here and here. I I'm, I don't pay attention enough to know where those both of those salespeople yeah, go since, and where they're Since this where is a mod, it's not, it's not the standard route. So uh, oh okay. It's, well, also also Andrew, you're keeping up with 17 different people that are following <laughs> you behind they're you. So behind. maybe maybe you can't keep up with the vendors because you yeah. got your own crew that you got to worry about. That's hilarious. Yeah. I, I can't be bothered with the outside world. Uh, the Just the inner turmoil in our little group is enough to uh, entertain anybody. Uh, yeah, so any other closing thoughts there, Paul? No, that's uh, pretty much it. Great. Uh, so that was a wonderful trip through uh, Tales from the Commonwealth this evening. Um, 
again, I will say that uh, two weeks from tonight, on July 6th, we will be going through Indecent Exposure and Love and Peace from Tales of the Commonwealth. Uh, but next week, uh, we'd love to hear from all of you out there doing your play-alongs. Um, we're, we'd love to hear anything that you've got to say about uh, High Noon at the Gulch and Safari Adventure from Nuka World. Also, and the quest we just covered tonight, House That Bruce Built, uh, Tulane Blacktop, and Full Exposure. So uh, please send us all of your audio feedback or email feedback to the fallout feed at gmail.com we'd love to hear from each and every one of you and or also, if you would like a special cookie from pat pat's giving you can out twitch cookies. stream it yeah oh twitch exactly um we'd like to start seeing people uh twitch streaming and then we can uh I, how's that work denny can we just like repost it uh via our twitch or i, I don't even know how that works well, it will stay on the uh, person's uh, Twitch channel, so they can post their Twitch channel, so they can get and a we'll just views watch it. from that. Yeah. And if we need to, we can pull it off their Twitch stream and put it on the YouTube. The oh, yeah. YouTubes the that YouTubes. Andrew won't watch, but you no, know, we'll force him to watch it. Like, like, lots of like people Clockwork do. Orange style, we'll force his eyes open and we'll make him watch the Twitch stream. Well, I'm, I'm just out for a little bit of the old mayhem. What do they call it? That's not what they called it. Sorry, Danny. I, I, I messed up my Clockwork Orange references. I'm horrible. Shut it down. Shut it down. Um, yeah, so go ahead, Paul. Oh, I haven't seen Clockwork Orange in 30 years. So. Yeah, it's been a long time for me, too. <laughs> I used to watch it on Encore back in the day when I was a, you know, a teenager, probably a little too young to be watching it. Uh, 12, even. Yeah, a little too young there. Uh, Denny... I believe we had an email from our friend up north, Benoit. Benoit, thank you so much for writing into the show. Denny, did you have that email pulled up for us? Yeah, it's uh, Benoit Gauthier. Oh, uh, give me, hit me if I'm wrong with that, because my wife, the French teacher, will bash me over my head. Well, you should just ask her. You should just. But ask anywhere, her. here we go. Hi there, Fallout feed. I just listened to the latest episode. Many points resonated. I really need to get in the chat room during recording please everybody who wants to be on the show bother andrew he would love to get you on the show first i'll do a non-official itunes five-star review here because i'm not a not part of the apple religion seriously here goes five stars i was looking for a skyrim podcast after the demise of thumcast and came across the skyrimatic it more than did the job of course when fallout 4 was announced i was very happy to see the birth of the fallout feed so I can say I've been aboard since day one. In short, great podcast, great community, and great interaction with the public on and off the show. Keep up the great work. On the quest side, I did have to give Pierce the wannabe raider a huge tangent just because of the Sim Settlements mod. I did have to cave in and use the Miniman quest line because populating a settlement with bots and synths would have been a total chore. I did find a mod that would allow me to talk to Shank without locking out Preston, so I was able to do Nuka World. I still keep the bloodthirsty theme of my playthrough by giving the park to the Disciples, Nuka, Galaxy, Dry Gulch, and Bottling Plant, and the Pack, Kitty Kingdom, and Safari, making the Paisley-loving money grubbers quite unhappy. Let's highlight each park's section's events. Galaxy. I started the Grand Tour there because I knew it was the longest to do and the easiest to get lost in. 
I was really happy to be massively overpowered because I didn't remember how busy this area is. Mr. Frothy's turrets, Galactrons, and pesky Zetan animatronics. I still have to pick up all the star cores for that sweet quantum armor. Gulch. The first I came through here, I must have spent an hour looking for the key to Mad Mulligan's mine, but this time I had the whole thing done in less time, even though I hadn't done it in a few months. I must have really tried the first time. Bottling plant. Here's where I get to tell Andrew how he opened the door to the Nuka Cola armor. When you first come across the locked magnetic door, you can follow the red wire, but you find it goes through the wall into the production line floor. To get there, you have to go all around the innards of the boat ride, killing a mix of Nucalurks and Assaultrons. And once inside, there is a terminal that opens the maglock. You go back on the ride, and voila, free power armor. Safari. I did this section really straightforward with minimal exploration. Let's just say I hate mazes. Did the Cedo thing, killed Gator Claws, shut down the cloning machine, got Cedo's bat. Okay, next. Kitty Kingdom. I remember how annoying the mist sprayers were the first time, so I decided to not mess around by bringing my X01 uh, 5, let it jet. 5? V is 5, right? Let it jet back armor. Coupled with my explosive overcharged laser rifle. I literally steamrolled the place. Oswald may want to make you feel bad about killing his quote-unquote friends, but he, can, he can't control his friends, so I did. At the moment, Pierce is living a double life in the Commonwealth. A hero of the Minutemen and the Railroad, and in Nuka World as a bloodthirsty overboss. Nice. He did hear the plight of the market slaves, and he does have the option to put an end to the raiders. The operators are already wiped out, so I wouldn't take much time to finish the job. And in the Commonwealth Sanctuary and Starlight Drive-In have become lived-in cities booming with activity. Which leads me to my next subject, the mods. I mentioned earlier how my character is overpowered. Some people may frown upon this, but with limited playtime, I, ha I, ha I like being OP and raffle-stomping whatever com I come across. This is my fifth playthrough, and in this one, I don't feel the need of a challenge. So I'm not ashamed to use Armors Armorsmith Extended, Legendary Modifications with two Legendary Effects, and Cheat Portable Terminal. I don't go overboard, though. The Glowing Sea still hurts, and ambushes, especially close quarters, can kill. In fact, my main weapon, a two-shot explosive sniper rifle, sniper laser, can kill me in two shots. With its splash damage alone and aggro any friendlies, I may hit by accident. Which is why my secondary is the automatic plasma rifle with the two-kilometer long name. Which <laughs> reminds me of something mentioned in the podcast. What is the most powerful rifle? Well, with maxed out rifleman, I made a two-shot two Gauss rifle that did about 700 damage. God and that's damn. with one legendary effect. With two, you can get somewhere close to 1,200. To give an idea how powerful this is, it one-shots legendary behemoths. Attaboy. But that, but the naysayers will say that's no fun, right? Fuck them. <laughs> and in closing, the announcement of the Creation Club. To be frank, this is not the first oh, time yeah. I see paid mods. In the flights, flight sim community, the, the best flight, mods... Flight, be like, they, like flight simulators. Flight, flight, excuse me. The best mods, be they aircraft, terrain, or scenery, can cost a pretty penny. 
Of course, the goal here is to allow people to make their simulators as realistic as possible, and a lot of flight sim users are actual pilots. I'm sure some Skyrim and Fallout modders deserve to receive some reward for the great work they have done. But at the same time, everybody hates paying for anything. I can see both systems. Say the club and Nexus working side by side, but it'll be very hard to have an opinion one way or the other until more detail is revealed. I hope they've learned from the mistake Valve made. We'll see. Well, that was a long one. I know you may not be able to read this monstrosity of an email word for word on the podcast, but Andrew will make us. (laughs) So feel free to cut it up and go for the highlights. As I said, I'd love to be able to make it in one chat room during recording. I have a few vacation blocks coming up, so I'll keep my eyes peeled. Thank you very much, and we'll see you in the wasteland. Well, shoot, uh, Benoit, we'll just have to pull you up on the show here sometime. We'll we'll, we'll work with your vacation blocks and... uh, We'll have you on. What is Raffle stopping? <laughs> it just means that you uh, laugh in the face of danger. Is that rolling on the floor laughing stomping? What is what is Raffle? When you beat the shit out of somebody, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm, I just, what's it stand for? I'm confused. Um, that's I don't hilarious. know. What's the plate? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What the hell's a plate? Uh, that's amazing. Uh, thanks, uh, Benoit, for the great um, email there. Yeah, uh, thanks for Thank the you, Benoit, for the great email. I'm sorry if I I, I butchered your prose. I, I I did my best. Oh, uh, Andrew is Andrew is going to take me to task and fire me after this episode. Oh, no way, man. Um, that's awesome that you explained to me uh, how I accidentally opened that door um, in when the uh, the Nuka Cola plant. I I was running around back in the, you know, behind the scenes areas and accidentally opened up the door to get the, cause I was like, wow, how the fuck do you get that power armor the first time I was there? So I went back to get it again. And then I accidentally, uh, just sort of stumbled out and the door was already open. I was like, well, shit, I guess I did some stuff and opened the door accidentally. So that's actually good that you told me how I accidentally did that. So thanks Benoit. And yeah, of course we'll have you on an, an upcoming episode here sometime. That's, that's great. Uh, thank you for your feedback and, uh, all your great play along stuff. Um, yeah. Wonderful. Thanks so much for writing in. And Paul, um, I was also, you sent an email in too, and I was sort of blown away by all of your notes and everything. Was there anything you wanted to mention, uh, from your email? I know that it was just basically sort of screenshots and all sorts of stuff, but that was really cool how you put that all together. Well, yeah, I played it on Sunday, so I knew it would, uh, I'd probably start fading from memory. So I decided to write everything down on Sunday. That's great, and you just have it all nice and neat together with screenshots, all just uh, sort of implanted into the email there. Where I'm over here, I've got like my pen and paper. I've got a little notebook where I'm scratching sort of like side notes and sort of can barely read my own chicken scratch handwriting. And you've got these nice presentations you could present a, like a, you know, f- to be graded as sort of like a class project or something here. Put yeah, me to there's, shame. Uh, there's a mod called Reshade that that uh, that. Uh, affects some of the uh, video display, the shading materials in the uh, game. And uh, among the things it does is it allows you to easy, more easily take screenshots and not have to send it up to Steam all the time. So. Oh, nice. That's well, great. Congratulations, Paul. You've just been constri- conscripted into the roundtable. Andrew is going to be giving you notes and uh, telling you what you need to do to make the roundtable more effective in yep, the future. Yeah, yep. that's what I do. I um, give out responsibility to other people. I'm good at the good at that. Not have to do anything myself. 
so that's great. Um, I, that's all I have for the evening. Uh, Paul or Denny, do you guys have anything that you would like to get into? Any any fun? I would like to say uh, I'm very excited. I I booked my hotel room for uh, Philly Podfest. So. A wonderful you Philly know, Podfest. Looking looking very much looking forward to that on uh, July 16th. Yeah, at tattooed moms. Anybody on the Eastern Seaboard uh, come to the Philly Podfest on that weekend of July fifteenth, sixteenth, seventeenth. We'll be there on, like Denny said, the sixteenth. I believe uh, is it five p.m. at Tattooed Moms. Five p.m. Yes. Yeah. So uh, please, anyone out on that area, we'd love to have. A, we're going to have a little throwdown. Have everyone come together, and uh, we'll meet everyone who's a fan of ASA podcasting. So uh, please, uh, anyone in the area. Come and meet us, make some arrangements, drive down, get a hotel, stay the night, you know, hang out with us. It'll be great fun. All right. So I guess uh, that's all I have for the evening. Um, again, so, no, we already said quest for next time. I'll, I'll remind everybody here, uh, we do have an Amazon link that I never actually mention, uh, but at asapodcasting.com. Uh, there, you if you just click on the... Uh, asapodcasting.com you have our amazon link and you get like special discounts on video games and stuff like that if you're part of the uh uh amazon whatever prime and all that so but if you pre-order games you get a discount or just use that amazon link for us please because uh all of uh after we meet, have met our uh website hosting costs for the year all of our uh, amazon money we just rolled directly into the cystic fibrosis foundation uh, so that uh, also we should mention that uh, we have a marathon. Our yearly marathon will be coming up sometime this fall or early winter. Uh, that is also a fundraising event for the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. So uh, click on our Amazon link. That's really great. Uh, anyone out there, please join our Facebook group because that is where we get most of our great interactions done. It's on facebook.com slash groups slash a Skyrim Addict Podcast. You can also find us on Twitter at the Fallout Feed. Our email again is the Fallout Feed at gmail.com. Twitch, we're going to start getting that Twitch stream with a little bit more activity. So let's go over to uh, twitch.tv slash ASA Podcasting. And you'll and find one more there. quick shameless plug we have ASA Game Talks episode 50 coming oh, yes. in the near future. So we want to congratulate Jeremy on his coming episode 50 and all the millions of special guests that i'm sure he will have on that show wow that's going to be amazing uh so yes uh congratulations to asa game talk and jeremy on 50 strong strong episodes thank you so much for uh being a, a, a great member in our community and having a great podcast so uh congratulations to game talk on 50 strong episodes uh no pressure jeremy yep no pressure you know, gotta do another 50 Another 500 if you can. All right, man. Uh, that's all I got tonight. Denny, thank you so much for hopping on. And Paul, it was wonderful to meet you. And uh, please, we'll have you on again soon. Thank you. All right. We'll see you uh, um, in the wasteland, everybody. Thank you for downloading this episode of the Fallout Feed Roundtable. If you are interested in doing a play-along character with us, the show can be contacted by emailing falloutroundtable at gmail.com For the roundtable schedule our Amazon link and all other show information please head on over to asapodcasting.com where you will find the fallout feed the Skyrimatic podcast our YouTube channel the chatterbox 
as well as other content. Once again, thank you for downloading, and we'll see you in the wasteland. Shalene here. And Vendertron. You may remember us as the co-host and unofficial third host of Fallout Off the Record. Well, we are back with KD Radio. Huh. That's a shame. Ah, ah, ah. Check out KD Radio Podcast on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, YouTube, and wherever else fine podcasts are given away. So, Vinertron, did you have anything else you wanted to add? How about a pizza? Joke. Never mind. It's too cheesy. Ah, ah, ah. Outstanding. So you've heard us talk about cystic fibrosis, and you want to know a little bit more about it. Well, why don't you head on over to asapodcasting.com, click on the My Journey with Cystic Fibrosis link, and give our shows a listen. You can hear Andrew and myself and his wife, Tori, talking about cystic fibrosis. You can hear a typical CF appointment with, with their son. And get a little more information. That again is asapodcasting.com, my journey with cystic fibrosis. This is the weirdest, and you're listening to the Fallout Feed. Check out my stream at twitch.tv slash weirdestbuilds for great challenge builds in Fallout, Skyrim, and other great games. That's W-E-I-R-D-I-S-T builds. Hello, Wastelanders. Are you tired of the same old Diamond City Radio and GNR? Are you looking for a little bit more Brit in your broadcasting? Then look no further than WVR, Westvolt Radio, broadcasting today for a brighter tomorrow. I'm Susan Reith, 16 times Westvolt Radio Broadcaster of the Year. If you're looking for a little bit of music, some light entertainment, and the finest toast recipes in the wasteland, then look no further. To gain access to WVR, go to your nearest working terminal and open our archives at www.vault97.com. You can also find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and all other popular podcast distribution networks. We're also available on Twitter at West Vault Radio. If you'd like to listen to us on that old-fashioned thing called a Pip-Boy, we're also available on the Old World Radio Boston mod, which is accessible from the Fallout Nexus, whatever that is. So, for a more civilised and Vault Tech-approved listening experience, look no further than West Vault Radio. Isn't that right, Mr Wigglesworth? Ruffle stomping. A plate? What's a plate? V is five, right? Do things out of your comfort zone, like be nice. Be nice, yeah. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.